Welcome to another episode of Werewolf the Podcast. I am your host, Josh Heath, and today is going to be another Galliard Rants episode. Um, and then in this episode, I wish I could edit that because that sounded great, but um, in this episode, we're going to be talking about Harano. And we're going to talk about depression, and I'm going to get a little bit personal. And if you don't want to listen to that, uh, if you don't want to listen to an episode that's going to talk about mental health and it, the way it's kind of presented in Werewolf, that's fine. Um, I would just recommend that you skip this episode, and I hope that we see you on the next one. So, with that said, what is Harano? Uh, why is it a thing? And why is it a topic of discussion for this podcast? Well, because werewolves are spiritual beings that live in both the spiritual world and the material world, when they have mental health problems, those problems manifest in a way that's a little bit more extreme slash severe than regular human types of depression or mental health issues. Um, Because in some ways, werewolves are creatures filled with two dichotomous energy sources, gnosis and rage, the way mental health expresses itself for werewolves is a little bit different. You know, these are beings that are effectively barely in control of really severe anger management concerns to begin with, with which is effectively what rage is, this almost mystical, um, empowered anger. What happens when that anger goes away or when that anger, instead of being anger, for lack of a better word, becomes despair? What, what would happen in that sort of situation? That is on the surface what Harano is. Harano is depression on steroids. It's a complete lack of hope for the future in a way that very few people, uh, very few human beings would be capable of kind of contemplating or wrapping their minds around because it's not just a serotonin and or emotional um, imbalance. It's those things plus a spiritual imbalance plus a disconnection from this primal source of anger, which is a fuel for how werewolves go about their day. So why am I talking about Harano today? Um, this is where I'm going to get personal for at least a little bit in, insofar to say that mental health is one of those things that I fight with. I think that's not too uncommon for creatives to, to go through bouts of depression or to have suicidal ideation. I'm also a military veteran. And while I did not serve in any sort of situation where I would have combat-induced PTSD or any sort of moral trauma, um, which are completely valid and I respect and empathize with people that are dealing with those difficulties. The point of all of that is to say that those things are 
Those things are present in our lives. Those things happen to people. Those things may impact our role-playing games in ways we're comfortable with, ways we're uncomfortable with. And Hirano is one of those places where you've got a mix of PTSD-like symptoms insofar as you have warriors who are incapable of continuing to fight the battles that they have been told that they have to fight because of severe moral wounds and severe traumatic stress which though yes Garu are capable of dealing with larger amounts of stress than uh, and the average human is anywhere close to being able to be comfortable with there's still a point potentially where they lose the sense of moral rightness that is at the core of the Geru mindset. Because that's part of the problem slash good thing about how werewolves view the world is that they believe that they are in the moral right in the actions that they take against the worm. They believe that they're doing the right thing by killing Fomori and servants of the worm wherever the worm shall dwell. And for them, largely, that's enough. Largely, that's enough to say, um, okay, I know what I'm doing. I know why I'm fighting this war, and I'm totally comfortable doing so, and I'm going to throw myself in 110%, and we're good to go. Now, I can tell you that even when you're having those moments where you are fully immersed in the things that you love doing, sometimes, because of other factors in your life, you're, you lose a little bit of energy, or you get overwhelmed, or you get into such a creative rage, and this is, I'm going to tie back into my own situations to some degree, that it all becomes too much, and you need to step away from it for a little bit. And I'm not necessarily saying that I've had to do that with Werewolf the Podcast or with anything else. I've just got a lot of spinning plates going, and I'm making sure that I spend the right amount of time for myself on certain projects. Now, at times, that's become a, dang, I need to step away from X, Y, and Z forever, period, because it's no longer healthy for me. And that is okay we need to recognize as creatives and as gamers that at times if the games we are playing or the characters we're playing or whatever it is are not helping us that it is okay to step back and disengage from those things from those stories and at times the world of darkness which is a, a space that i love and i find a lot of hope and power and empowerment from at times, you might have to pull back from the world of darkness and say, you know what, the darkness is getting to me and is no longer helping me find the light, so I'm going to step away from it for a little while. If that happens, know that I and others in the community will always support you and will be absolutely comfortable playing and engaging and doing other things with you, and that is okay. I'm just telling people that it's okay to say, I've had enough of this, or I need to take a break from this. And that ties into this type of story 
from a werewolf perspective. If you're running a game using Hirano, you've got to be sure that your players and you, the storyteller, are one, actually capable of presenting what is happening in a realistic, holistic, and powerful way, and two, that the players in your game will gain something from it. That they'll learn something or that they'll be able to reflect on their own situations in a health in a healthy and helpful way. And sometimes you just have to realize like, hey, I've got a group of three people. One of them has major depression. Another uh, may have uh, some form of post-traumatic stress. And, and or maybe they're all fine, but they've had people in their lives with those types of mental uh, wounds, and they are uncomfortable with gamifying those elements in their tabletop setting. And that's totally okay as well. But if you are going to present Hirano, you have to know what it is. And I'm going to dive fairly deeply into that maybe a more than I already have. So I, I've mentioned that Hirano is a sense of moral pain. And what do I mean by that? Um, and the concept of moral wounds is fairly new in the, um, in the mental health sphere as it pertains to law enforcement and uh, military veterans and other folks that are kind of in those spaces. People that have to do things that they may not completely agree with at times and some people may not be aware of this some soldiers do not like using the tools that they are given to do the job that they are told to do and i'll i i think i can leave it at that i could get gra more graphic if needed but i don't think i need to some soldiers don't want to use the the weapons that they have to do what they're told to do and yet they know that they have to for one reason or another they have to because they have to protect other people. They have to because they have been ordered to do so, and to not do so would be harmful to them in the short or long run. So when those things happen, there is sometimes a reflective concern over, wow, I don't want this to have, ha have happened. I didn't want to do this, yet I had to do it. And that becomes a cycle of trauma and can be an element in post-traumatic stress. It's not the only element. There's lots of other uh, biochemistry and um, actions and physical motions of the body that impact what happens with post-traumatic stress. We're still understanding what PTS uh, really is and how that impacts people and what causes it fully because some people roll through uh, a convoy explosion and never have to worry about post-traumatic stress. Some people have very minor situations, uh, relatively speaking, and no attempt to diminish any post-traumatic stress situations for someone, but sometimes what is minor for where one person is extreme for another and that truth is something that is at the heart of understanding post-traumatic stress and working through it. Hirano is all of that, but more. It's a complete sense of, I don't, I cannot do this anymore. I cannot put Gaia's 
needs ahead of my own any longer. I want to, but I can't. I can't even fathom that what we are doing has any purpose. It's ennui, but more. It's a sense of complete and utter inability to take actions that could save the planet or that could offer a, a, a sense of hope to the Garu nation or to humanity or to whatever the Garu believes they are trying to save, strengthen, or support in their personal involvement in the war for Gaia. The werewolf loses that sense of self. They lose that sense of purpose. And that sense of purpose, that loss of sense of purpose, can happen for dozens of reasons. Perhaps they accidentally kill a kinfolk. Perhaps they just feel that everything they are doing is futile. They clear out a whole area of banes. They remove a BSD hive, and then it comes back. And it's just as bad as it was before. Or, yes, they remove the spiritual corruption from a space, but the physical corruption is still there, and they're unable to take action against it. And Hirano is often presented, and I don't know, I know in the By Night Studios LARP rules, there's actually steps of Hirano, Hirano 1 through 5. And this is actually a system that I don't think is present in the tabletop version of the game, but is one that I would utilize if I could, um, and will, if I ever decide to use Hirano in a game where players might um, uh, end up along the line of Hirano. And the reason there's a scale in the Binite Studio system is to kind of track that, yes, moral wounds happen on, uh, on a regular basis for Garu, and sometimes they get them and then they overcome them fairly quickly because they're like, yes, okay, that was a little bit of a traumatic situation, I'm having some difficulty dealing with that, but now I've worked through it and I'm better. But then sometimes you get way down the hole and you haven't been doing what you need to do to support yourself or do self-care or all of these different things, and you end up incredibly depressed, perhaps with suicidal ideation, and for a werewolf to have these feelings and thoughts, things are really bad. Things are so bad that they're no longer able to utilize rage in the way that they used to because their despair overcomes their rage and while that doesn't directly mirror how humans deal with depression often folks with depression have anger as well that kind of manifests itself with depression the spiritual anger of the Garu is no longer present because they can't fully they can't fully believe in the source of the power that they have. And in some ways, it mirrors true faith in that way. That for true faith to be effective, you truly have to be faithful in it. And for rage to truly be effective, you have to be righteously angry and believe that your anger is ultimately beneficial to Gaia, yourself, your tribe, your nation, your pack, all of these different layers. 
all of those layers become incredibly important to a Garu that is facing the dangers of Hirano. And if they have those support networks, they are often able to overcome the state. But when it becomes really bad, and particularly for werewolves who are pack creatures, who have to live within a society and a social structure, if that breaks away because the pack dies or because uh, of myriad reasons, perhaps a Garu gets, um, gets turned into a Ronin, they are tossed out of the Garu nation, that often leads to this sense of despair and hopelessness and this, this spiritual hopelessness as well. And that ultimately is how Hirano, how Hirano is within the game world. There are a few examples of Hirano, um, some that are called out and some that I don't know if they're explicitly called out. Um, Jacob Morningkill, no. Jonas Albrecht, sorry to get the right character. Jonas Albrecht has Hirano or is in a state of Hirano for a period of time when he is a Ronin and he has been um, kicked out of the Silverfang um, tribe. During that time frame, his ability to tap into rage and feel like he is a productive member of society is limited. And so he kind of wanders the streets of New York and it's only through the um, Sept of the Green and Mother Larissa's help that he starts the journey again to healing and a sense of self and a sense of who he is supposed to be. It's a bit of a hero's journey for, um, for King Albrecht. But he's not the only character to have Hirano as a, um, as a canon character. There are other examples of characters with Hirano. I believe, um, oh, and here's where I'm going to fall down on names, but the Ard Rai of the Fianna, uh, Bran Mac Fion, he is in a state of Hirano when his lover disappears. His lover is a uh, changeling of some renown. And that's, that state is potentially what is about to bring down the Fianna if the Black Spiral Dancers get wind of this and are capable of taking on um, the cairn that he manages and destroying it. So there are other examples of Hirano in the, the canon that are not coming to mind, but this is a very heavy topic. It is one that, as I said before, you'll have to be careful if you decide to utilize. It can be something that is trivialized if not done well. But if you do some research on, I think in particular, post-traumatic stress and depression and how those things manifest in people that have had to be soldiers in particular, then I think you'll have a good baseline for utilizing the concept of Hirano in a Werewolf the Apocalypse game. And as I mentioned, as a person that has dealt with mental health issues in the past, that works in a field where I am um, working with people on some levels that are helping others with mental health, 
I I think this is really important, and I think it's important that we handle it really carefully. So this is this has been the latest Galliard Rants episode of Werewolf the Podcast. I am your host, Josh Heath. If you'd like to reach out to talk about Hirano or Werewolf or anything else related to the world of darkness or creating role-playing games, you can do so at um, at werewolfthepodcast.com. You can also check out a Kickstarter that High Level Games is running right now for a uh, fifth edition fantasy setting called Snowhaven. And uh, while I know that our folks that are listening to this podcast are World of Darkness fans, first, if you are interested in Dungeons and Dragons or Pathfinder or Savage Worlds, then Snowhaven is a really interesting steampunk snow. Uh, punk setting that I think that folks would really enjoy. So you can check that out on Kickstarter up until March 31st. And again, thank you everyone for listening. Take care of those within your pack, and I hope we speak again soon.